0: Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seed show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my lord and that is to exhibit him to put my lord on display to show you what i see in him i want to expose him for who he is which is that awesome power he possesses his pure greatness with a capital g because he's that almighty powerful living yes you heard that right i said living God not that fake dead not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you yes this God my God and if he's your God then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails plus also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of. Please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith my undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death, the only one who is the way, the truth, and the light, and that no man can come to the Father but through him, the reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world hallelujah (laughs) so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that i suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now go ahead i'll wait for you while you're praising because i'm gonna praise him too so much to give him praises for great and mighty god he is so enormously loving so enormously merciful Never failing, never late, always on time. <laughs> Not a oops God, but an intentional God. Loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing. Oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes. Welcome once again. Welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with me. Dear Father, we just thank you for another wonderful, beautiful, blessed, wonderful, victorious day. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done for me, all that you're going to do for me. I, I thank you for speaking through me these lips of clay. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to whatever you download into me, Lord Jesus, help me to, to, to release it for your glory, for the edification of kingdom building. So somebody can hear these words and say, aha. So somebody can hear these words and say, yes, Lord. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. You are the only superstar that we're going to uplift on this here show. The devil, you shut your mouth devil we knock your block off in the name of jesus the only power that you have to subdue to is the name of jesus in the blood of jesus so we thank you and we give your name all the praise all the honor and all the glory is yours in jesus name we pray amen and amen and amen and amen and amen so be it and so be it is so be it so today uh it's planting the seeds show number 96 i'm getting up there to 200 almost 200 and i i remember when i first started i was like oh man i was who so scared and then i was like how am i so scared <laughs> and i'm on the, the radio you can't see me can you see me <laughs> you can't see me you know and and one of my friends, uh, my wife's friend, her name is Tasha, Tasha Rose. I'm going to give her a shout out. She, she, she got these quotes and she says, keep distance from doubt. Yeah. And then she says, isolate from fear. And then she says, trust God through it all. These were some of the quotes that uh, said, my friend, my sister in the Lord, Tasha, She she gave me. But then look. I gotta go to these quotes. Check out these quotes. These quotes came from God. Lamentations three, twenty-two to twenty-three say, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And we know Hebrews 9.22 comes afterwards. It says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Now, normally I would back up this scripture with Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'm not going to use that scripture today. I'm not going to use it no more. You know why? I'm not throwing it out. It's a good scripture. But guess what? I found the replacement. And you know what the replacement is? The replacement is, but before I tell you what the replacement is, let me go to, where is it? Let me go to it. It is Numbers 23, 19. It says, God is not a man. See, I'm building you up. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said it and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? God is not a man. We know that. Neither the son of man. We know that. He wasn't born. He's God. Okay, we got that. We got that. So now let me give you the one that replaces God proverbs 3 5 and 6 now you can't replace it it's it's god's word but i'm not going to use that one today the one i'm going to use today is drum roll that's, that don't sound like a drum that's more like a drum drum roll is songs oh look the fire department's getting into it because they know how hot this is <laughs> but they can't put it out and even the fire, even the, the cops, they can't come and they can't arrest this because Psalms 118, 8 to 17, it says better to trust in the Lord. <laughs> it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It's better to trust in the Lord than put confidence in princes. All nations come past me about, but in the name of the Lord. Check this out. This is the call that fire department back, because this is hot and dynamite. But in the name of the Lord, will I destroy them? <laughs> uh, they compass me about, yea, they come compass me about. But in the name of the Lord, where you at, fire truck? I will destroy them. <laughs> they compass me about like bees. You know how them bees coming out, they come and attack you. You can't get away from it. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They has thrust some at me that I might fall. But the name of the Lord, help me. The Lord is my strength and song. And it's become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doeth valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Woo! Amen. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that's a a good replacement? Because Proverbs 3 and 5 says you would trust in the Lord with all that heart. This is the reason. This compensates Proverbs 3 and 4 and 5 because this is telling you what the Lord is going to do. <laughs> you know the Lord is hot. He's super dynamite. He's the superstar. He's the only one that's on this here show that's going to be lifted up. You know why? Because he do stuff like that he does stuff like that he is extraordinary so i'm getting excited let me go let me get into the show the show today is read but read to live read for life read but read to live read for life and and i say that because this is why I say that. It's time to stop playing church. It's stop. It's time to stop playing with your eternal inheritance. It's time to, like, like uh, we used to say, tie up your boots, tie up your boots. It's time to go to work. You know, put on your clothes. The Bible tells you to put on the whole armor of God. (laughs) Because it's time to stop playing around. You know. Because you got people who know the word. But then they just don't care. They know the word. But it's like okay. Yeah. They got book knowledge of the word. But it's not like you don't apply it. It's the difference between having knowledge and applying. It's a difference between, oh, I know, I know of Jesus. And it's a difference when you say, I know Jesus. Because you know of somebody. It's like, I know of LeBron James, Michael Jordan. He's a basketball superstar. I know that, but do I know them personally? No, I don't know them personally. I can't say, "Hey, let me call up LeBron James, see if I can get some tickets." Hold on, LeBron. Hold on. You know, no, I can't call up Michael Jordan because I don't know them personally. I read about them in the paper. I see them on TV. You know, but the thing about it is when you know somebody. Personally, now imagine if I didn't know LeBron James and and Michael Jordan personally, he'd be like, yo, let me call up LeBron, yo LeBron, what's going on, and we talk and everything. I can invite LeBron to church, you know what I'm saying? Go, next thing you know, you be like, you see this what six foot eight, six foot nine, three hundred pound. God come walking in the church and everybody like who's that? That's LeBron James. You know LeBron James? Yeah, I know. But how do you know LeBron James? And they go like, oh, I knew we grew up together. This and But no. I only know of LeBron James because of media. Same thing with the Bible. You have people who know of jesus christ because of the words that are written in the pages of the bible so you say oh yeah yeah i know of him but is he your personal savior i know of him but is he the lord of your life yeah i know jesus yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh but do you have a, a a personal relationship with him wherein you be like I know Jesus and uh, I should not be doing that I know Jesus but um, he tells me to do this which is kingdom building work which is something that's going to glorify the father something that's going to say hey I'm representing Christ not saying oh well um yeah 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 I, I, I know I know Jesus, but if you know him like the Bible said, if you love me, you keep my commandments that's knowing Jesus that's that's knowing him because that's that's up close and personal because he's like, okay, I got to do what he asked me to do, and when it says keep my commandment it, it's more like like when you go to the, you have an employer you go to a job right and your job say okay yeah I'm going to hire you I'm going to hire you I need you to be here on time I need you to be here at uh, 8 o'clock I need you to take lunch at 12 and uh, you can leave at four so now you're not scared of your employer you don't want him to fire you right jesus is not like a employer but the fact of the matter is like the reason why i'm comparing the two is because you you're not scared of your employer you scared of what your employer can do to you which is he can dock you for being late he can demote you and he can fire you that's the only thing he can do to you Jesus Christ he's a loving God merciful God he has on his priestly gown he has on his priestly gown because he's making intercession for you because he is that ultimate sacrifice who laid down his life for you so when this life is over and uh he takes off that priestly gown and he puts on his judge gown for judgment where he's gonna judge you for Every work that you do. Everything that you say. (laughs) So it's best to know Jesus. Getting up close and personal. Just like your boss. You're not getting up close and personal. You might be hey, you're going to the boss's house for a a barbecue. You know, your boss and his wife and, and you and your wife, your spouse... Y'all go out together. You're 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 just having a, a, a good friendship. You know. Jesus Christ is personal. So what happens is that you you got people who know of Jesus. I know Jesus, he died on the cross. I know Jesus, he rose from the grave. I know Jesus, he was he was sick, he he was healing the sick. I know Jesus. He raised the dead. And you know, I know Jesus. He he was he was uh, getting into it with the with the Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees. Yeah, but do you know him personally? Do you know him, the one who said that, uh, "Come unto me, all ye that are labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest." Do you know him? Do you go to him to get the rest, or do you just uh, go to him when you want him to? turn into a, a cosmic ATM or do you you know him when you you just want him to heal your body or heal a family member or or you just want him just to do something for you that's when you know him but you don't really know him you read read to live you read for life or you're just reading for knowledge you read for knowledge you know it's a known rap star said that he he's read the Bible six times six times I know people that say oh I've read the Bible I've read the Bible from cover to cover four times good yeah Mhm. But after you read the Bible from cover to cover, did you find what you were searching for or was you just scratching the surface? Because when you you read, you have to go in deep in the word. You have to know why God sent his son because he want to he want to prepare, he want to prepare us and to repair that bridge from him. To man from God to man. On our, our Tuesday group, I I asked them. I says, uh, "It's called proput- propitiation," and I asked the group. I says, "Who remembers what propitiation?" That's how you sound it out. Propitiation. You know, and the meaning of that is to return to things the way it was, and return it the way it was is when god was in the cool of the evening adam and eve he would come in fellowship with adam and eve <laughs> that's wonderful that's beautiful that's that's propitiation that's the that's repairing that's putting it back to where it used to be you know and and what happened is that when you had the knowledge of this and you just don't really care. Yeah, okay, all right. And you're doing whatever you want to do instead of what God wants you to do, what the Word sell, tells you to do. So you just got the head knowledge of it. And you just use it to debate. You no, know, that's not, that's not true. The, the Word says this, and the Word says that. And the Word says, you know what that really means. You know, you want to show everybody how how knowledgeable I was going to use another word but it didn't come to my head <laughs> you want to show show the world how how you're just so great in words you know greek you know hebrew and you know all of this but your life is raggedy but the word say you are a holy nation a royal priesthood and you're not doing that <laughs> you're like hallelujah 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 on the weekend but then on monday until the weekend and you're a hellion that's not knowing god's word. that's not reading to read to to live read for life You know what I'm saying? Because then now if you you read God's word, then you know it's certain fruit. It's certain fruit that you have to grow inside of you. You have to have this fruit coming out of you that people will see. The world's going to see. Ah, child of God. Child of God. Child of God. Oh, he didn't he didn't trip when that person hit, ran into his car. He didn't trip. It's a little fender bender. He didn't trip. He didn't trip when the boss told a lie or somebody told a lie on him. She didn't trip. Oh, child of God. You know? And but that does doesn't necessarily mean that you're a child of God because you have some people that are really cool. They're like, uh, eh, it's nothing but a car. Uh, it's not you just well I don't really need this job, you know what I'm saying so then then you have the ones where the Bible says ye are the light of the world, a light of the world, so you're supposed to be showing the light that is illuminating illuminating out of you, so what's illuminating out of you if you're the light of the world and it's illuminating some shade it's illuminating some darkness you know it's supposed to be illuminating a bright light where where others can see and they're gonna say wow that light is bright <laughs> you know and and what happens is that this is a this is a a, a spiritual setup Because you, I know the word, yeah, I know the Bible, yeah. It's a spiritual setup because then now you're thinking, yeah, I know the Bible, Uh, I know, I know, he said, because of the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Yeah, I know, I know, he said, grace is sin abound, grace much more abounds, you know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, are you reading to live? Are you reading for life? Or you just reading for for knowledge. Are you just reading so you can you can you can be tops in your Bible class. So when you come to 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 school Bible school, then you be like, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, and then ooh, wow, bro, you know your word, and you stick your test out and be like, yeah, <laughs> I do, <laughs> yeah. And then you can, you can help somebody else. Hey, what do this mean, bro? Oh, that means this, and and that means that. Well, what do it mean when 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 the disciples asked Jesus? He said, "Well, how many times must I forgive?" Seven times. No, seventy times. Well, how many times is that? Well, that's such a such break down all the theological words and break down all the events and the prophetic words. Oh yes, this is going to happen after this is going this is going to happen And a dragon and, and a and a man with four heads and a, the the six wings and and a, the wheel with the eyes and yeah, you're explaining all of that. But are you reading to live? Are you reading for life or are you just reading just to read and i'll tell you something a lot of professors professors because i remember i had a school teacher and this school teacher told me one time he said i got mine you got to get yours they didn't enjoy teaching they was just doing it for a paycheck that's what that's what the guy, the guy told me he says well he didn't tell me he told he was telling people we you know he was acting up was a little route." <laughs> teenagers, come on, we were teenagers and what happened, we we had just came from gym, you know we was rowdy and everything and and, and he was like, settle down settle down, and we was like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, we wasn't being disrespectful to him because back in the days we didn't do that, it's just that like we were just, well we was being disrespectful because we didn't settle down, but we were just talking amongst, you know, loud amongst ourselves, we didn't want to pipe down at, at that moment, so then when he said he said, well I just sit there i'll sit there i got my education and you got to get yours and then one one girl said yeah you yeah, be quiet I, i'm trying to pass this test who i'm trying to pass this test get it she said we trying to pass she's trying to pass that test and then everybody else said yeah that's right i need this one i need this class to graduate you need this class to graduate Hmm. <laughs> You need Jesus. you need Jesus in your life so you can graduate. So you can graduate, like you know how, when you graduate on in school and you walk apart, you walk across that stage And you walk across the stage and you get your diploma. You need Jesus so you can graduate so you walk across that bridge to the Father and he says, "Well done, and then you get that crown of life. You get that eternal inheritance that eternal security right and you and you say wow you need Jesus in your life because you know what really excites me it excites me because the Bible says in the Lord himself shall appear (laughs) ah man oh man oh man the Lord Himself shall appear to get us out of this earth. Let me get it for you. The Lord Himself, <laughs> with a shout and the voice of the archangels, Second Thessalonians five seventeen. The Lord himself. Now, if the Lord himself is coming for his children and you're just a reader. You're just a reader. That means he's not coming for you. You're just reading. You're just a reader. You know? And, and I'm going to tell you something. When um, they they sent out this email... Um, this white guy sent out an email and it was so true it was so hurtful and it wasn't racist but it was just so true he says black folks don't read They, excuse me they'd rather watch TV they'd wa- rather watch something on a movie or have somebody tell them they don't read, he said, because you have all of these different, different tutorials on how to become rich, different tutorials of how to become successful. All you have to do is read, follow the steps, comprehension, apply yourself. And what happens is that they don't read. All they do is watch TV. And i'm gonna tell you something and and it it might have some it do have truth to it right and um when i was working in the correction facility right you would have a a day room in every housing area and they would come out you would lock them out and they would go to the, the day room and the day room was a little room it had one little tv and they would go up in there and they would watch TVs. Now, they would always watch video music box because it would show all the the different music videos, you know. They would watch it to see the girls, you know. And they would be sitting there reminiscing. Oh, man, I remember when I was out there. And, you know, they would be like, oh, man, I can't wait to get back out there, man. You know, the, the rap stars driving around in these, and the flyest cars. You know? And that's what they would do. They would sit there. And they would watch this one-eyed monster, like my mother used to call it, that one-eyed monster. And, and you would get like maybe one guy that would sit in the dorm, right, or be in his cell, and he'd be reading. He would read. And you know what he was reading? He was reading the law books on his case because... He's trying to go home from jail. He'd be reading on some some new law, the old law, because then they probably charged him with something. they'd be like, no, you can't charge me with this because... And he would find a case and he would get that charge dropped. But the the other cats be sitting in there watching... TV, and you know what they they what else they used to watch? They used to love love those gangster movies, you know. The guy gun gun clappers, the guy who 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 likes to pull out his gun and, and shoot people, you know. That's what they used to like. That's what they used to always white watch. You know, it was nothing educational. It was always something that the reason why they 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 was in there. It was either a woman, robbing, drugs, you know, and, and and that's what they keep their minds on. And and the thing about it is that once you keep your mind on that, then that's where you're going to be. If you're focusing on the negative stuff there's that's where you're going to be. You're going to be in a negative place. But then you have the people who read the Bible I and mean, they're not focusing up on it. Because if they was reading the Bible and focusing up, then they would be in a spiritual place. You're not spiritual. You, it's a spiritual setup. All you doing is depriving yourself of everything. Of everything. All the promises that God has for you all the promises let me read you this let me throw some scriptures out there right revelations 1 and 3 it says blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand the time is at hand so so (laughs) Come on, and look where this is at. This is in, revelations. Revelations, not revelations, It's revelation. Revelation is singular, and, and it, it's revealing. Revelations means to reveal stuff. So what it, what it, it's revealing, what you need to do, so you won't be lost. It's telling you, the story. Of how you're going to win. That we've already won. is telling you how the enemy is going to be defeated. It's telling you how these people in these churches. That's in their playing church. How, how they're going to be lost. It's, it's telling you how God is going to have victory over sin. And over the devil. So we've already won. couple of weeks ago i I did a show called the fight is fixed we've already won so now if you're reading this and you see that list okay i can't i can't lose i can't lose because hey bible didn't already say it and god's god is not a man god is not a man that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent right God word and true. What I just read, I, I re I replace Proverbs three and five with with prop. I'm sorry, yeah, Proverbs three and five with Isaiah one. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, getting a little crazy. I replace Proverbs three and five and six with Psalms one eighteen, eight to seventeen. Hmm. Now check this one out. Revelation here it is. Something that's being revealed. Revelation sixteen, fifteen. Blessed is he that watches. Right, see. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garment, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. You know that I look at it like this. Blessed is he that watches. You are watching and you are waiting for Christ to return. So while you're watching and you're waiting for Christ to return, then you're not going to, you're going to have on the whole armor of God. You're going to have on your war clothes. You're going to have on righteousness. Righteousness. You're gonna have on salvation because he said he he he'll beautify the meek with salvation. You're not gonna be walking around looking like you are sucking on lemons all the time. He says he's gonna beautify the meek with salvation. Psalms one forty nine and nine. So what happens is that you're going to be clothed. You're gonna be ready. You're gonna have your your sword of the spirit. You you're gonna have your breastplate of righteousness. Your helmet. You gonna you're not gonna be caught out there. It's just it's like it's like if if a a, a a prisoner goes to war and he forgets his gun he forgets his bulletproof vest or or this guy he comes he, he's a professional basketball player right and he 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 gets on a plane and he comes and he gets all the way to the arena and he forgot his sneakers he forgot his sneakers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to be prepared because if you're not prepared, guess what? You're naked. You're naked. Check out this other one. I got this other hot scripture for you. And this is Revelations 20 and 6. <laughs> Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection, on such the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Now, that that goes where it says, it says, a a thousand years shall be like one day, and one day shall be like a a thousand years. Right? So then, now what you're doing, you're being a priest. You're You're going to be there judging the people from the second resurrection that's why i said the second resurrection has no power so you're going to be sitting there and 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 you're going to be going through the book these people gonna these people are gonna say well well i did this no you you were supposed to be holy for i am holy you were supposed to let god handle that you were supposed to let god say vengeance is mine said you were supposed to forgive that person you you was supposed to help that person that was in need that enemy you were supposed to give them something to drink you were supposed to give them something to eat you were supposed to with that fine fly car you were supposed to give that sister a ride home when she asked i ain't putting her in this car man you know how much this car costs and she got a, uh-uh You were supposed to go to that person to the altar leave your gift to the altar and say listen have I wronged you if I wronged you you were supposed to give that so then now the priests saints of God are going to act like priests and they're going to be there and they're going to be like listen he didn't do it the judge Jesus the judge is going to sit there and say hey did he do it and we're going to sit there and we're going to say no he didn't and you're going to say guilty guilty you're gonna smack that gavel <laughs> guilty guess where you gonna be well guess with that person now, not you i'm not saying you not you <laughs> i'm just i'm just thinking you know i've already pictured myself in heaven i'm already you know sitting there judging judging the saints i'm sitting there you know being the priest and i'm saying yeah he didn't do it and god sentenced him to eternal damnation you know so listen read but read to live read for life and the last one is revelations 22 and 7 it says behold I come quickly blessed is he that readeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book and another one says, "Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to anyone, to any man according to his works." <sighs> Revelations is being revealed to you now. You, 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 you don't have you, you don't have no excuse, especially if you know the word. You know the job is the Lord is going to come. The Lord is going to said you gonna do it he's got you know all the jargons but God you saying all of that but you're not living like God <laughs> so you what you have to do you have to read to live not read just to read you can't just read this word and and and, and, and the Bible said the same mind in Christ should be in you You can't, I mean, how can you read this word and don't be like Christ? You know why? Because you don't plan on being like Christ. The world has taken over your mindset because Romans 12 and 2, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service nah man I ain't doing that man that's too much okay so what about this part so if you can't do the first part then you're not going to do the second part where it says and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind because the world has already had its impact on you and just you're just looking at the world You can't do the first part if you don't want to do the second part. You can't do the second part if you don't want to do the first part. You know? This queen, Queen Elizabeth, just died. And she was on the throne for, I think, 70 years. (laughs) 70 years. And you got people standing out there three four hours they were on lines like a like the great adventure lines you know you you go you go this way that way turning turn turn that way turn and and, and just to come into buckingham palace just to see they don't even show her it's just a a a a casket in a in a, a glass box and you, you come to see, pay your respects. People don't even know her, <laughs> right? Get it? They don't, they don't know her, they just know of her. They didn't know her personally, they just know of her as they wanted to come and see. Well, let me tell you something. Thanks to God, those that are listening in on the sounds of my, my voice, you need to get to know jesus christ jesus is alive he is yet still alive and you have the opportunity while you're alive to get to know him don't know of him know him personally read to live this book the bible says basics it's an acronym you know bible basics instructions before leaving Earth. So you follow the role model. You do everything that this Bible tells you to do because now let me go to Proverbs 3 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him first, and he shall direct thy path. And see, and the thing about it is that now, okay, the ambulance is coming. They're coming. Hopefully, they're not coming before you demise. You have to tell the Lord, forgive me. You have to tell the Lord to come into my life, come into my heart, and you have to live for the Lord. That's what pro propitiation is propitiation is so everything can come back to the way it was that's what jesus did he died on the cross and you know what justification is justification is just as if you didn't do it because jesus took on your sin so if he took on your sins then you should read to live yes lord what do you want me to do search the scriptures You search those scriptures because in there you'll find life. What do you want me to do? You could be looking at something. You could be doing something and you say, oh, my God, I'm doing this wrong. Oh, my God, I got to stop doing this. Oh, my God, I got to start doing this. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Hmm. You listening? If you listen, say yes. (laughs) 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It says, All. All. That's that heavyweight word. All. Scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instruction in righteousness. There it is. There it is. There it is. For reproof, for corrections for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works there it is there it is 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 so you can't just read that and say yeah okay because it says all scripture and you can't pick and choose you can't pick and choose just like the ten commandments it says it says are you listening it says if you listen and say yes i'm listening it says remember the sabbath and keep it holy and you know what it also says if you offend in one of the law. You're guilty of them all. Why are you don't? I'm not. A, I don't kill nobody. I don't rob nobody. I don't. I I don't have no no graven image. I don't put nobody before the law. But then why you don't remember the Sabbath? Oh because we we under grace, man. Jesus died on the cross, and we under grace. But he says, "I did not come to." abolish the law I came to fulfill it that's what he said he said I didn't come to abolish the law then he said God forbid that's what he said Jesus said that but I came to fulfill the law so when you read you got to read that and say "Hmm, hmm." wow and then when you Study it, because the Bible do tell you to study, to show thyself approved, right? A workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. See, I think people take that too literally, but then you got to study so you won't lose your eternal inheritance, right? The Bible say... Men perish because of lack of knowledge. Because you're book smart, but you're not spiritually smart. Because if you were book smart, everything that you read in this Bible, then you would apply. Everything that you read in this Bible, then you would take off that old man. Everything that you read in this Bible, Then you would say, yes, Lord. Everything that you read in this Bible, then you should say, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to renew my mind. I'm going to repent. Ooh, that's a big word. Repent. I'm going to repent because this is what the Bible wants you to do. I'm going to have a relationship with with God. (laughs) The Bible says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man, you got to open that door. Your, it's your job to open that door and let him in. If you just keep him at the door, yeah, who is it? It's me, Jesus. Yeah, what do you want? I want to come in and sup with you. Oh, uh, no, Can you come back next week? Can you come back? And guess what? Then your soul is required. Then they're coming to your house like that ambulance and they're going to be like clear and you're going to be don't flatline brothers and sisters saints of god don't flatline without you knowing who jesus is without him having a personal relationship in your life flatline with you knowing jesus don't mean nothing get to know Jesus read for life don't read don't read just to read but read for life you know and i just pray i'm going to pray that we us that are saints of god that we just we just read and what we got to do we got to critique ourselves we got to critique ourselves oh lord what do you, what, oh that's what you said lord okay love joy peace oh long suffering oh, okay I got to okay let me let me get, let me work on that lord but then how you work on it is is like this now unto him that is able you got to give it to him Ephesians 3:20 now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that works within you so what you have to do you have to say i give it all to you lord take it lord i give it all to you you can't hold nothing back i give it to you sometimes you might have to bite your lips shut when you know you want to say something Mm -hmm. bite your lips sometimes you might have to walk out go into the next room so you won't have to say nothing and that's that's the lord working on you and lord works on you and you be saying well you say lord how did i do I do good, and then now you 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 get used to it because now look i'm going to do this because i want I want Jesus to live with me. I want the Holy Ghost to keep speaking and speaking to me I don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit because if the holy keep- Holy Spirit keeps talking to you and keep talking to you and keep talking to you you keep ignoring him you keep ignoring him you he's going to stop speaking he's going to keep speaking, and you're just going to build up a tolerance of not listening. And that's going to be your bad. Because Jesus said, I didn't come. I come that you might have life. That you might have it more abundantly. He said, I didn't come to condemn the world. But I came that the world might be saved through him. You know, John 3.16 said, for God, sent not his son to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved and say might because it's up to you open the door if you don't open the door he can't come in because he's not going to force himself on you let him in saints of god let's pray let us pray father we thank you lord jesus for your word your words father we ask you lord jesus that as we pick up your word and as we read lord jesus let the word let us apply this word to us let it let let us digest it let us eat it let us let, let us take on this word and it sticks to our our spiritual bones our 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 spiritual appetite help us to grow lord jesus so we can more and more and be more and more like you. Because your word do say I must decrease. Why? He must increase. So the more you increase the more we decrease and that old man has to die. Help us Lord Jesus to kill off that old man. That old man of lying. That old man of, 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 of just Talking about backbiting, talking about stuff that's nothing, carnality, an old man of of hatred, huh father we we ask you, Lord Jesus, to continue, Lord Jesus, working on us, continue working on me, can it Lord disrupt our souls, disrupt our system that 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 that's holding on to this Worldly stuff disrupt us, so we can, we we can shake off all of that unnecessary, nasty, sinful nature. Help us, Lord Jesus. Anything, Lord, that's not like you. Anything, anything that we don't need, because Lord, if you're living inside of me, and 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 if we you we we have this personal relationship and 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 we living together. If there's anything in there that we don't need, Lord. Get rid of it for me. I give it to you. I give you permission. Get rid of it. I surrender my life over to you. Get rid of it, Lord Jesus. Because, Lord Jesus, if you don't get rid of it, Lord, for me, I'm going to be sitting there trying to hold on to it. That's why you have. we have your word and we're going to read your word. Lord, you said for instruction, reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness. Help us, Lord Jesus, to look at that word, Lord Jesus, and apply it. Help us to make you Lord of our lives. Lord Jesus, help us to read your word. Help us. Help us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't just read just to read, just read, read for life. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you. That's my show today. I'm James Edward Lamb the Third, bringing you seeds from God's Word. Follow me at Instagram and Facebook at Planting the Seeds. Send me an email at www.plantingtheseeds.com. Write me a letter at James Edward Lamb the forward slash Planting the Seeds at P.O. Box 30207 Brooklyn, New York 11203-0207 Or you can just go to my Planting the Seeds tree page and find everything about me there Also, I want you to join me every Tuesday Yes, every Tuesday on the Bible Chat Channel All Right? Take down this number every week we talk about the word of the lord we talk about him and we give him praise and honor and glory on this here channel and the number is six six seven 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 zero one five five seven. 770 1557 the access code is 593438 but remember that number right thursday and friday night also my brother darren be on the line and he be preaching the word of god we do prayer requests testimonies. Come on, join us. It's like we're having a church online. The number again is 667-770-1557-593-438. And let me tell you about some of my praying sisters, right? 5 a.m. Monday to Friday, right? Zoom call. Come on. Don't put the video on. Just come on. 379 598 473 Password is 984917. Come on, get up, seek the Lord early in the morning. Join us and pray with us, right? And then another Zoom call. Remember, you don't have to put the, the video on, but join us, 6 to 6.30 every Monday and Friday only. Zoom, 946 2492 Password is 499567. Come on, join us. More power, more prayer, iron sharpening iron. So have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day in the Lord with your hands in his. And remember, always remember this. Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not yours, because you're not strong enough.